Welcome to Life Unedited, Working Women. This is our podcast where we talk about what drives us, what we've learned, and what inspires us. We are both working mothers, run our own businesses, and love to share it all with each other and you. We commiserate and laugh and curse a little, but we end up smarter and building camaraderie with each other and other boss women. Today, we are talking about taking care of aging parents who do not live near us. Aisha has just had a situation where uh, she's not close she's not geographically close to her parents and needed to take care of them. And how do you do it? And how do you deal with running a business, taking care of people and being up half the night (laughs) doing all those things? So how are you doing? How's how's everything going on that front? It's day by day. And it's it's an interesting situation. So I grew up in India. My parents still live in India. We are in the throes of very high COVID numbers in India. And my mother had a medical issue that required surgery. And so we've been going through this. Do they come to the U.S. for surgery? Do they stay in India for surgery? The medical care there is good. You can get good medical care there. But, you know, are you worried about the post-operative care and then the sort of follow-up treatments and things like that? And then the reality of how do you, you know, what do I do, right? Because I'm here. I own a business that has been very busy this year and last year. And, you know, did I have the, the structures in place to say, okay, I can leave and travel to India and not not deal with this business, right? I will tell you quite honestly, I have a staff in place that I absolutely trust, that they are absolutely fantastic, but there are some things that they cannot do. Right. So could I do a lot of this work remotely? Yes, I could. Would it mean that I was getting killed by the time difference? Yes, it would. (laughs) And so that really prompted a thought in my mind about how to create and build guardrails uh, and, and safety mechanisms so that should I need to travel, should I need to be away, I've got somebody who can pick up where I left off and I'm still available. Uh, It's just, you know, and and I do have, you know, our our malpractice coverage requires that we designate backup attorneys. Um, So I do have somebody who is my backup attorney, but I need to be doing a better job of actually having them more integrated into my practice, right? So When you need them and you need to deliver a large amount of information, that is not the right time to be then developing the structures and the format on how to deliver the information to them. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you had to hop on a plane and go, it's like, okay, run into the airport, got my phone. Okay, do this, do that. (laughs) It could could be quite a comedy. So our goal, right, as entrepreneurs is to make sure that you identify the gaps where you see them, and then address them. So, you know, that explains all the posted post-its on our desks, right? Oh, my God. Oh, you're going to laugh. I have all (laughs) these post-its. Like, I I must have 10 post-its on my desk. I know this because you and I are the same person. (laughs) I absolutely know that. Oh, my God. It's like I have all these notes, and then I take them all, and I put them all together, and then I read them, and then I write them down in my book. 
so yeah. that I have I have things written down in one place. I don't know. I, I guess I guess this clears my thoughts. But I'm I'm with you. So I have so far so so far so good. Nobody's sick yet. But my parents are 300 miles away, and it's not that I don't have a sibling there. I don't know why. I feel the pressure that it's on me. I'm the only daughter. Yeah. It's not like I don't have enough to take care of right where I am. You mean with your six children? <laughs> oh, and, and your busy business? But <laughs> <laughs> And the thing, very interesting, why do we feel it has to be us? So to be honest, if, if you went to go see your parents, what would you do? You couldn't even go to the hospital. I couldn't. I'd have to quarantine for two weeks in a hotel because I couldn't even be at their home, right? Because yeah. that's where my mother would be coming home to. And I'm I sure, as I said to you, I do not want on my conscience that I gave her COVID when she is at her most vulnerable. Yeah. So yes, I'd be in a hotel. I will have, you know, risked people around me because now I'm traveling during COVID and I'm vaccinated, but I still don't know how all of that works. Right. Well, so and India's running rampant with it right now, right? They're having they're having and then when I come back here, because I will have come from India, I need to stay in a hotel for two weeks because I can't risk my children, <laughs> right? And by the way, what would I actually be doing there? I, I, there's not, I'm, so my parents are very able, very capable. They're not at the age where they can't make decisions and can't make phone calls. And, you know, my father's been able to handle everything. And what I've been able to help with, I've been able to do from here. Right. So what, you know, we, we get caught up a little bit in the guilt of, well, I need to be right there, but there, there has to be a balance of what can you actually do? And can you do that from elsewhere? Right. Sometimes you need, you need to give somebody a hug. Sometimes it's true. I I totally agree with you. Sometimes you do need to be there. And I think as a parent, I I was trying to think like, what would I want? And, you know, it's funny because my mother went in for knee surgery at least 10 years ago. And my mother's very physically fit. So I wasn't that worried about it. And I said, do you want me to come? Like, I'll come up there. Like, I I don't know what I would do. Like you said, I sit in the hospital. I don't know. It's not like I could do anything. I couldn't do physical therapy or I guess I could cook for her or something. So she went by herself and I talked to her right after surgery and she was a mess. My mother was crying and I'm like, oh my God. Okay. We're never doing this again. We're not listening to her because she's strong and independent and I don't need anybody. And it was heartbreaking so that my brothers and I talked about it like look if mom had surgery she can't go by herself like there's right. no way it's not like we don't have family there too she's just like no I got this and thinking <laughs> oh my god that's me I would be like no I'm fine I'm gonna take an uber there yeah I'll be good you guys just I think that's part of it too and, and sometimes your parents just want you there for the comfort of it but then I was thinking like, oh, if my kids, if I was someplace and my kids came, would I be worried about them? Like, you know, in your situation, you would have to go to India and stay in a hotel. Right. And as a mother, I might be worried about you staying in the hotel. I hope it's a safe hotel. I wonder if she's getting work done. Oh my God, if she's missing work, what's her company going to do? Like her kids, her husband, like, okay. So I've gone down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, but, but so sometimes... I have to remind myself that 
we don't always have to be practical and pragmatic. And sometimes just the value of a hug or of somebody showing up when you told them, no, no, don't bother, right? And your mom is clearly a tough cookie. Clearly, my mom is clearly a tough cookie. These are these are women who have been through so much mm-hmm. and are tougher and stronger for it, but they sometimes just need a hug. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you always, I don't know, like, I mean, my kids are, are getting older to the point where they're actually a comfort to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, I promise it happens. <laughs> like, I love it. I, I do. I, I could see that you so um, right before she went into surgery my husband and kids and I we did a zoom call with her and she was in like great spirits and we're all like chatting and laughing and joking and then once the zoom call was over my husband and daughter walked you know they went off to do whatever they were going to do and my almost 18 year old son sort of waited while I was closing out the computer and then as I stood up gave me a hug (gasps) oh my god you're gonna make me cry yeah. And I think he realized and, and just the empathy in him of, I think my mom is going through something difficult right now, watching her mom go through something difficult. Um, and I thought, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know how to explain to him to verbalize how much that meant to oh, me. You're making me well up with tears right now. Because- <laughs> no, there's no crying. There's no crying. <laughs> Did you start crying? I didn't. Okay. Um, but I, and I, I, I wouldn't I have either. I wouldn't have either. If my, if I don't know what's wrong with me, I always feel like I have to be strong for them. But yeah. you're telling me that. And if I saw it, I would be, I would, there would be tears. Like, and you know, it was so funny because I was caught so much in the, I really needed this right now. I yeah. needed you to give me a hug. Just, we didn't say anything. Yeah. He just was acknowledging that I was going through something difficult. <sighs> And so I needed that, but then I was so over the moon proud of him for recognizing and empathizing with somebody else. Yeah. Right. So it just, I was like, oh, I did good. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Got myself on the back. But it was one of those incredible things that came out of a very difficult situation. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? This kid's going to be just fine. Thank God. Well, he's got you for a mother. He's definitely going to be oh, just fine. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think that um, maybe it's that empathy that we feel for our parents and for that we really need to focus on that so that and, and maybe dissect it a little bit and decide how do we how do we express it? Do we need to be there in person to give the hug? Right. You know, and and come up with how. Oh, and try and weed out the guilt feelings and the <laughs> the other things that we're definitely feeling. Because I think a lot of times what we think too is will be the last time I see them. Right. And and that's always a scary thought. Right. And especially when, you know, I said to a friend of mine, it's difficult being an only child. Uh-huh. Right. And then I and then I also thought it's incredibly difficult when you don't live near the family, yeah. right? So you can't just jump in the car and say, well, I'll drive you to the hospital Yeah. or, you know, and COVID complicates everything. Right. But for me to jump on a plane to go to India is not a quick decision. No. Right. 
for you to, to get in the car, or drive to the 300 miles. It's not just a, oh, sure. You know, yeah. now other people who I've never had the desire to live within five minutes of where I grew up, but there's lots of people who do that, you know, there do are. that yeah. Don't end far away. And here's the benefit, right? Is you're always there. So I was like, that's it. I'm telling my kids they cannot move more than five minutes from me. <laughs> So, so lesson learned, you're, you have to buy a, a block, a, you know, like a, maybe a neighborhood yeah. and, and you get your kids' houses and stuff. All right. Sounds, sounds like a plan. Thank you so much for talking today. This was so interesting about parents and, and being far away from them. I really feel like it's something we're going to keep talking about. Thanks for listening to Life Unedited, Working Women, a production of Smart Boss Media. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd like even more to help your business grow. If you have any questions or want to contact any of the folks on this podcast, you can just email us at info at smartboss.media. Also at smartboss.media, you'll find any resources and links that go along with this podcast. And you can find links to other podcasts and resources for entrepreneurs and learn how Smart Boss Media can help you get your business podcast launched and listened to, like this one is. It's your one stop for information to help you listen, create, and thrive as an entrepreneur. Visit smartboss.media.